Greetings and welcome to the Tapestry Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Turner. Tapestry is the adoption and foster care ministry of Irving Bible Church in Irving, Texas. Once again, we are coming to you from Town Square at Irving Bible Church as we are still in the middle of the Tapestry Conference. Joining me is Kayla North. Hey, Chris. And Cindy Lee. Hello. Cindy is the executive director of Halo Project in Oklahoma City. Halo is an intensive intervention program for foster and adoptive children who have experienced relational trauma. Most people will be familiar with Cindy from her children's books, which are based on the TBRI principles put forth by TCU's Institute of Child Development. So, Cindy. Yes. We love your books in our house. Oh, thank you. Redo Roo is especially a big hit at our house because I think that was one of the first TBRI principles we really tried to get going in our house. Absolutely. How did you come up? with the ideas for these particular children's books? Like, where did that come from? Um, it's actually interesting. The genesis was, like most things, an accident. Mm-hmm. We um, we were putting together the curriculum for the Halo Project, and we were looking for books that were already in existence that would teach the principles that we needed to teach. Mm-hmm. And I was able to kind of find things that were in existence and kind of make a story out of it to make it work to teach what we needed to teach. But um, I had this whole elephant theme lined up, and I did not have a book, and I could not find it anywhere. And so I was, and literally when we're writing curriculum, unfortunately, we're doing it the weekend before because <laughs> we're supposed to have it because you're thinking about it the whole week. But right. when you're actually writing it, it comes down to the last minute. So um, it was a Saturday before we had to have the curriculum on Monday. And I was done looking at Barnes & Noble for what I needed. And so I was like, you know what, I'll just, I'll just do one real quick. And so I got out my... Um, my paper and my pens and I just wrote like literally off the top of my head just wrote the elephant with small ears Mm. and I just put it together I mean it was like a sharpie and um, we I mean this thing was thrown together and it's really interesting to see it compared to the one that just came out but um, we just threw it together and then we showed up on Monday and ran our little halo program and the therapist said that there was just a really good reaction from the book because it was exactly what we needed, whereas mm. all the other books that we were using, we had to tweak and twist. Mm. Um, but this one was talking very specifically about um, traditional discipline, getting, then the, getting TBRI, and then getting what the kids were getting with TBRI. So the, the kids just loved it. And so um, I just started thinking, I was like, you know, I did that on a Saturday. And it it did take me all day, but it was done by Saturday night. And so I was like, I wonder what would happen if we, like, actually tried (laughs) to write one and spent, you know, some good amount of time investing in it. And so we put the elephant one aside, and we ended up using that one up until this point because the elephant with small ears just came out. Well, I was thinking, yeah, I was yeah. like, but that it was one's the original a new one. one, right? It's the oh. it's the latest one that's been published. Right. But it was actually the first one. written. It was written. actually the first one written. Yeah. And the reason it was we didn't redo it is because we were so invested in the other ones, and we could use that one in its cryptic form mm. for Halo. <laughs> so it was kind of in our minds done. Um, and so the second one that we wrote was the the. Uh, baby owl one Mm -hmm. and so I just spent some time thinking okay this is the concept I want to teach and it just flowed and we put it together and I thought um, and actually this is an interesting story because at the same time I was writing that one I had reached out to a friend of mine and said you know I am not an illustrator is there any way that you could help me out with finding an illustrator Mm -hmm. and she was like absolutely I know this art major that would be do it for next to nothing I will do that for you and so I was like, okay, great. And so she lined up this illustrator before the owl book was done. Uh. Um, and so I was thinking in my mind, okay, it's good. It's good. It's good. We're got it. We're going to be, I'm going to hand it over. And, um, 
when it was time to do it, someone in my family was like, hey, mom, why, don't, why aren't you illustrating it? And I was like, well, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I never really thought about that. And they said, you know, you should try. And so I actually created the little baby owl before I had even thought about this other illustrator that was out there. And I was like, you know, I really want to try this. I really want to try this and see if I can do it. But the problem was that illustrator was waiting for the owl manuscript, right? And he was so excited. And so I looked at my husband. I was like, what do I do? And he's like... Well, just write another book. <laughs> just write another There's a book. solution to right. that, right? Of course. You're I'll like, just well, whip sure. that out. Right? No problem. And so, it only um, takes you a day, right? <laughs> I didn't want to tell him, and I didn't want to hurt his feelings, and he was super excited, and so we wrote another book. We wrote The Doggy Doesn't Know No. Oh, and wow. so out of the series, it's the only one not illustrated by me. Ah. And um, so what he did, though, is he took the... He took the elephant book that I had already done and he looked at the way it was illustrated mm. and did the same fashion. And he is wonderful. He's amazing. And I'm so glad it worked out that way because it's just a really cool story. Yeah. But he followed the same style and everything. But th- at that point on, what I realized, I had really enjoyed doing the owl one. And so when we're doing all this heavy trauma work all day, um, it takes its toll. And so illustrating the children's books became part of my own self-care mm. because I could do it. Yeah. I always do it really late at night. When I can't sleep, because I'm not, you sketch the whole thing out, you decide on your colors, so then when you're putting it all together, it's kind of mindless, almost like coloring in a coloring book. Right. You can just make it happen, and you you can unplug, and so um, that's why I never asked him to to do another one, because it it became my (laughs) self-care, and he can't have my (laughs) self-care. I don't think I realized that you did the illustrations for him as well. I don't think I knew that. I mean, I, I think if I looked at the books, I'd realize there was no illustrator listed, you right, know, right. but I just, I don't think I ever realized that. Yeah. You have, you have a yeah. talent. Yeah. And it's, good. it becomes a family project at my house also. Yeah. So there's a lot of opinions on what goes where and, <laughs> That's so great. and, and they, but they're great because my kids are invested and they see things I don't see mm-hmm. and yeah. they, um, they take ownership of the characters and they like to see them do different things. And sometimes they get crazy, crazy ideas. I'm like, I can't make the dragon do that. <laughs> but, so it's a, it's a big family thing at our house. And That's fun. something they like to be a part of. So it's really fun. Have you That's thought about fun. maybe expanding to, you know, plush animal versions of, of your characters? Um, I actually have one plush animal of each oh, character. Awesome. Yes, I do. Um, but I haven't expanded past then. And, <laughs> and, and the reason why is I'm, I'm not an author. I'm not an illustrator. I'm a counselor. And so, and that's where my heart is, is helping kids. And so pretty much any decision that I make or we make at Halo is always measured against clinical outcome. Mm. And so plush animals, unless they were weighted that's what I was right. going to say. Like, like, that's a, a weighted perfect animal. Let's go weighted option, and serve right. like a really good purpose for yeah. our kids from hard places. Yeah. Then I don't enter. I'm not going to entertain it. But if it was something that was like it actually, because the books themselves actually help the kids. Right. Yeah. So if if a, if the plush animal actually helped the kids, then we'd be going somewhere. But other than that, every everything gets weighed against clinical outcome because there's just too many kids out there hurting, and so yeah. we don't want to get distracted. And well, one of the things I love about your books is that that you have the activities in there to do with your kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for people that just pick the books up that maybe have not even really heard about TBRI mm-hmm. or really don't know much, but maybe somebody, some friend told them, hey, this is a great book for adopted kids. Right. And they're like, oh, okay, pick it up. And they can they can really teach like a little lesson with their kids. Absolutely. You know? I mean, that's where we've talked about previously on the podcast how we've used the doggy doesn't know no uh-huh. um, 
for my four-year-old, and she was three at the time, and she was having the hardest time accepting no. Aww. And I was like, I was, it was driving me crazy. And so we pull out the book, and we're talking about it, and it, it has a little, I think that's in the Doggy Doesn't Know notebook, where it talks about just playing the accepting no game. Uh-huh. Yes. And I was like, that's just too simple. Like, really? Is that really going to work? I mean, I was just like, but I was at the end of my rope because she Mm -hmm. was just melting down at every turn, every time she heard the word no. Mm -hmm. And we just literally took about 10 minutes and we played the accepting no game with like leftover Halloween candy or something last year. Right. And so she's, she, uh, we just went through, I had like a little script for her and she, I would say, okay, so when mommy says no, you say, okay, mommy, maybe later or something like that. And we did that for about 10 minutes. And then, you know, maybe an hour later, she asked me something that I needed to say no to. And she she starts to melt down. And I go, oh, remember? Okay, mommy, maybe later. And she Aww. was like, okay, mommy, maybe Aww. later. And she did it. And I was like, so oh, my gosh, it, it worked. worked. <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because it was something that I know. Mm-hmm. But just reading it in your book mm-hmm. just reminded me, like, I didn't just read the story with her, right? but we got to do a little activity with her. That's and it was wonderful. almost like, you know, and my older kids like it too. My older right. kids read the books themselves. Right, right, right. But for her, I got to do this little activity Aww. with her and it was a connecting thing with her, but it also helped teach her a lesson, yeah. you know, yeah. teach her how to do something. And Absolutely. so, yeah. That's really fun. Yeah. We That's love so all cool. those, but all that. of your books. I really like the elephant uh, with small the, ears. Small ears. Yeah. I love that just because it kind of talks to the parents too. I know mm-hmm. it's, it's like, I have to, and I thought about that actually when we were writing the story. I was like, yeah. we've got the highest amount of accountability that yeah. we could put in here to call parents out on traditional parenting. Yeah. And and I thought I would get some backlash from that, but I haven't. I haven't at all. No, no. I think it was great because it was very gentle in the way you mm-hmm. talked about it, but very much keeping parents accountable to doing their part. Right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's good. Good. So, Cindy, one of your books deals with a mythical creature, ah, a dragon. Yes. How'd you, how'd you land on that? Okay, so remember how I told you earlier that the books all have some meaning within my family? Right. Um, at the time that we were writing that book, we, we actually, some, some of the books take months to write. Some of the books take about five minutes to write. Mm. You get the concept and it's just impressed upon you and you can make it happen. And so my daughter and I were actually going through the drive-thru at a, a fast food place grabbing some food. And we were just writing this book out loud in our oh, minds. Wow. But at the time, she she had a fascination with dragons. Mm. And so um, to keep the family invested, I always, I, you know, I want to honor their input. And so she's like, Mom, can it be a dragon? I'm like, yeah, it can be a dragon. That's so, so that's fun. why it ended up being a dragon because at the time it was important to her so it became important to me and I thought it would be fun too and colorful and it's a a fantastic a creature to have for the topic right, about being right. gentle and being because, kind. Because no, I don't know don't many think, stories right. about gentle dragons. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it seems, and, and that's the way the whole story unfolds, actually. He's completely misunderstood through the entire story. Right. Um, and at the, at the same time, he's showing how gentle and kind he is, which is, which is like our kids, yeah. right? Our kids from hard places, they're completely misunderstood. And mm-hmm. in their hearts and their souls, they are completely gentle and kind, but... For, for reasons that we all know, they're unable to, to get there. So, right. yeah. Yeah. Very okay. All the books, just buy them on Amazon. On Amazon. Right? On Amazon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. On Amazon. And um, we have six out. 
there are eight in the series, um, and those were all the eight topics were approved by Dr. Purvis. Um, Dr. Purvis and Dr. Cross approve every word in those books and sign off on them just to make sure that there's fidelity to the model. And then um, the great Darren Jones just added a ninth book to, oh, to wow. the lineup. So Woo-hoo. we're still waiting on the next one to come out is um, The Hunt for Cheese Turns Into Please. And it's about with permission and supervision. Oh, wow. And like um, it's about a group of mice that live in the attic. And this little girl lives down below and she keeps stealing the cheese. <laughs> and so they can't, they can't find it. And so they go on a hunt for it. So they venture down into this little girl's room. Um, but all the objects there are completely unknown to them. Mm. But in our world, they're completely safe objects. But they go to try to touch things, and the parents are like, no, 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 with permission and supervision. But it's something like a stuffed animal or, like, something that's so, like, the little kids will be like, why would you ask permission (laughs) to touch that? Just kind of fun and creative. And it ends up, in the end, um, the cheese is hidden underneath the cat. There's a cat that lives in this house, and it's hidden underneath the cat's belly. But the, the... parent mice are like everything in this room is safe we're taking a nap and then they, <laughs> the, the mice all go over to the cat oh my gosh. and then yeah you can guess Hygiene's what happens ensue. next yes. <laughs> so that's the next one coming out and How then um, we have one about a hedgehog that's um, the topic is use your words and then uh, Darren Jones added one about transitions and it'll be a Ooh, little chameleon be good. that goes through Ooh. transitions is, was always mm-hmm. with one of our boys a big issue yes and absolutely. once we learned to start managing those better it made a big difference Absolutely. for him. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're excited about that one too. Yeah. It'll be fun. That's so. awesome. That's awesome. I don't know if it'll ever end. I think, I don't know. We'll see. Well, it just keep going. But yeah. That's good. Well, all of Cindy's books are available on Amazon. You just search for Cindy Lee, both words spelled the usual way. And all of her proceeds go to the Halo Project in Oklahoma City and TCU's ICD. If you need more information about the Halo Project, you can find their website at haloprojectokc.com. Dot com. I'd like to thank Kayla and Cindy for being on the podcast today. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. If you have a question for us that will fit into 140 characters, you may tweet it to us at tapestryibc. If you require a bit more room, you can email us at tapestry at irvingbible.org. You may also find us on Facebook at tapestryibc. You can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes. Just search for Tapestry Adoption Podcast. If you have enjoyed and gotten value from this podcast, we would appreciate a review on the iTunes Store or on the Google Play Store. You can find more resources on our website, tapestryministry.org. Thank you for listening. 